Hello Blazers, this is Jeff Odo. Over the next year or so, I'll share some of my philosophies on what I think it takes to build a business from scratch to $10 million in 10 years. So buckle up for this week's episode of Start Me Up. Week number 10, adding salespeople. All right, this week we're going to learn a little bit about how to maximize your investment in sales. With the system standards, which are spelled out in both the franchise agreement and the operations manual, we have clearly communicated the minimum requirement for staffing salespeople. The purpose of this message is to explain why we wholeheartedly believe in building a world-class sales team. The simple reason is because the best way for you to consistently achieve 10% plus net profits is to bill at least $7 million in contract revenue. And the best way to achieve those revenue objectives in a reasonable time frame is by adding salespeople. So let's start with our overriding philosophy. We believe we are a sales organization first and foremost, and we grant licenses for multi-unit area development territories, period. So it's just like buying a Jimmy John's. If you are granted the rights to a large metropolitan area, you're agreeing to develop multiple stores over a period of time. Well, the equivalent of adding a store in our model is adding sales territories and sales people. So the current franchise agreement spells it out and says that all locations should appropriately staff each sales territory of 6,000 commercial buildings over 10,000 square feet in years 6 to 10. And then after 10 years in business, the agreement calls for staffing each sales territory of 4,000 commercial buildings over 10,000 square feet. The operating manual defines appropriately staffed as at least one full-time sales executive per sales territory. All right, now that we've addressed that philosophy and the why behind it, let's dig into the requirements for adding salespeople. One of the main reasons people invest in a franchise system is to mitigate their risk by learning from others' mistakes. I believe the same is likely true for all of you. With that in mind, let me share one of the biggest mistakes we made in Kansas City. We waited almost 30 years before adding a second salesperson. That means Mr. Oda was the salesperson for 30 years. And it took that long to break $3 million in total revenue. Based upon my personal conversations with almost each and every one of you, I've yet to talk with anyone who entered this business with a desire to buy themselves a sales job for 30 years and cap out at $3 million. Well, the good news is based upon our firsthand experiences, we've figured out how to profitably add salespeople, and if managed properly, and if you can sell about $4,250 a month on average in year one, and about $7,000 a month in years two and three, then that's going to provide you a three-year pre-tax return on your investment of more than 40%. It also provides you 100% of your investment back in four years or less. And that salesperson has now generated enough recurring contract revenue, which when valued at four times monthly contract revenue, has increased your net worth or equity position on your balance sheet by more than $750,000. How's that for a return on investment? For more information on evaluating the ROI on your staff, please see the ROI analysis document as well as the 10-year plan to $10 million. But for the purposes of this communication, let's assume you're one of those unique individuals who is not motivated by building a big business. 
One day you wake up and you're content and decide that good is good enough. So you decide you don't need to add any more of those pesky salespeople. Unfortunately, that's a problem for three reasons. Number one, you made a promise to the franchisor to do your best to grow your market. And no one has ever walked through our doors and said they want all the major metropolitan market, gain a tiny percent of the market share, and then semi-retire. Number two, good enough cannot be defined independently. As you well know, we are in an interdependent relationship together, and we, the franchisor, outlines and promotes system standards contained in the franchise agreement and the operating manual. The main purpose for the creation of system standards is to define to every member of the system what the minimum operating standards and conditions are. Properly written standards minimize the chance for misunderstandings and hard feelings. All right, third, a good friend of mine once told me his accountant taught him years ago that for whatever reason, you'll lose approximately 15% of your business every year. Clients go in-house, they go out of business, they sell, whatever the reason is. But it means that if you wanted to just coast and stay the same, in three years from now, you will have lost almost half of your business. So the bottom line is, even if you're satisfied financially with where you are today, you must continue to grow your business just to maintain the lifestyle and income you want. And that pesky rep, hey, he or she is your ticket to retirement. And the second and third rep, well, they're even a faster path to retirement. But let's assume you're not in either of the previously mentioned groups, and you are just in a scenario of no matter how hard you try, and regardless of the tactics you employ, you just can't seem to get the results you desire. Ultimately, it finds yourself consistently in the bottom quartile of new contract revenue, sales results, and it frustrates you. Well, if that describes you, then I highly recommend bringing in a partner who is your professional equivalent in sales and sales leadership. Sell them up to 49% of your business and consider it a blessing as they are going to dramatically increase your chances of being renewed in just a few short years. While addressing salespeople does not guarantee your territory will be optimized, it does help improve the chances of success to get the best ROI possible and maximize your investment. All right, let's summarize. We have an amazing opportunity and we are blessed to be in a situation where we have a business model that is a win-win win-win for all parties. That includes the franchisee, the franchisor, the contractors, and the clients. What we do is not complicated. It begins and it ends in our ability to surround ourselves with talented people. People who are dedicated to getting them, keeping them, growing them, and supporting them. Together, we will build an amazing organization that will not only benefit each other, but will possibly impact our employees, contractors, clients, vendors, and the communities in which we all live. I am so excited we've endeavored on this journey together, and together we will spread the ripple, and we will make a difference. Thanks for listening to Start Me Up. I hope that you'll talk to your team about what you learned today and implement something specific between this week and next. This will allow you to keep building on the foundation for a successful citywide business. Ripple on, my friends.